I'm Josh Cooperman, and this is Convo by Design. This past weekend marked the closing of the Pasadena Showcase House for the Arts. And it coincides with the end of our coverage as well, following our, our final three conversations. I think you'll enjoy them, but first, a little bit more about the Pasadena area that you might not be aware of and how this region of Southern California has shaped the way we live and design, and it's probably not what you might be expecting. Pasadena is rich with tradition, from the Tournament of Roses Parade, its 1915 Beaux-Arts City Hall, and the pomp and grandeur of Colorado Boulevard. But there's a fork in the road in Pasadena, literally, a giant fork in the road at the intersection of Pasadena and St. John Avenues. Why? Who knows? Uh, it, was, it was erected by two locals uh, with a sense of humor and stick when it was taken down by the city a while back. They got the blessing of the city, bought the insurance, paid for the permits, and there it is. An 18-foot-high fork in the road. And, and if you get a chance, go see it. It's, uh, it's still there. From a big fork in the road to living in a bubble, there's the bubble house. Probably one of the most simple architectural masterpieces anywhere. It's not exotic, beautiful, or remarkable in any way, shape, or form other than its ingenuity. Post-World War II, returning GIs, a blossoming economy, and a booming society led to a housing shortage. Sound familiar? So Wallace Neff, yes, that Wallace Neff, came up with an idea. Neff inflated a giant rubber balloon, covered it with wire and gunite, and removed the balloon. What remained, essentially, is an upside-down swimming pool. Neff believed that he had the solution to the housing crisis, not just here, but across the country. And at the time, he, he planned on building over 400,000 of these bubble houses. Short of 3,000 ever made it, and the final one resides in Pasadena. The bubble house was home to Neff until his death in 1982. I'd like to think that this idea still has merit today. An 18-foot-high fork in the road and a bubble house in historic Pasadena. Who knew? Now you do. It's a little bittersweet that this will be the last podcast episode for the 2018 Pasadena Showcase House for the Arts. This episode features Benefits Chair Vicki Sung, who's going to share historical reference and the process for participating in the project. Any designers out there who, uh, who might want to be in the 2019 Pasadena Showcase House for the Arts, you might want to listen. And uh, after that is a very fun look at the treehouse on the property. You're really going to love this. And finally, we speak with one of my favorite designers, Jeannie Chung. If you're not familiar with Jeannie, uh, check out her work and listen to her perspective, and you'll see why I'm such a fan. All that is coming up, but first, I want to make sure you know that you can still find all of the videos of the Pasadena Showcase House for the Arts, and we will continue to produce new videos and post them to the YouTube channel, at Convo by Design. You can also go to ConvoByDesign.com, and you'll find them there as well. And if you happen to find yourself on our YouTube channel or our iTunes page, please leave us a review and a five-star rating. It helps new listeners find the show. And it's uh, very much appreciated, so thank you. Convo by Design is presented by Snyder Diamond. Always first with what's next in the kitchen and bath. What does that mean exactly? Well, it, it means that Russ Diamond, 
second generation president of Snyder Diamond, scours the planet looking for the best products that simply make life better. He does just pick pretty products, and he does something else that most people aren't going to do. He goes to the company to see how the products are made, to make sure you're getting the highest quality, and then he and his staff provide amazing service to make the shopping experience an absolute pleasure. And when one of these companies introduce a new product line that is going to change the way we live, it's a pretty big deal. Mila is proud to introduce the new W1 washing machine and T1 dryer. I'm super excited about this, and I think you will be as well. Why? Well, because this washer-dryer combo includes Mila's Immer Besser Spirit, Mila's stunning good looks, and technology that will not only make washing and drying clothes a better experience, it'll save water, energy, and time. The quick intense wash, for example. High level of clean in under an hour. Homeowners are going to flip for the steam finish of the T1 dryer. They are Energy Star qualified, which means you're doing your part and saving money. Cap dosing, twin dose, detergent integration and processing that is efficient and easy to use. My favorite feature, the Wi-Fi Connect. Download the Mila mobile app and you can operate and receive notifications on your mobile device while you're listening to this episode of Convo by Design. How amazing is that? Architects and designers, this is yet another product from Mila that you wouldn't think about trying to hide. All this, Snyder Diamond Service, and for a limited time, you can find very generous offers from Mila on these and other Mila products at all three Los Angeles area Snyder Diamond showrooms. You can find addresses and store hours at SnyderDiamond.com. Vicky, how long have you been with the Pasadena Showcase House? I've been with the Pasadena Showcase House for seven years. And, you know, design houses are always different. They're always unique. Mm-hmm. And everyone kind of has a, a life of its own. How would you describe this one? This was a very big project. Um, we have a large home. It's about 12,000 square feet with a lot of rooms. So we had a lot of spaces to fill. So that in itself was a bit of a challenge. Um, uh, we wanted to create a more cohesive design because the family will be moving back in here. Um, so that in itself creates, creates another challenge. You know, we had to make the, uh, or ask the designers to work together a little bit more, be a little more collaborative. Walking this house, so much fun. And it was so great to see these designs. The, the home is, it's stunning. It really yes, is. It is. A remarkable job. And there were all of these, there were all of these happy surprises walking through. The yellow metal, the, the gold tones, the brass is consistent through the house. Yes. And yet you walk in the guest house and it was completely reversed. But it with a black kitchen. Right. But it's so nice. It's wonderful. It really came out, out it well is. done. Yeah. So that's that's one of the cohesive elements throughout the house is that there is there are some brass um, accents throughout. Pretty much every room has some brass in it. Yeah. How do you find the home each year? What's the process? Well, that's a difficult process because we have so many um, we have certain criteria that we have to meet. So the home has to be a minimum of 8,000 square feet. It has to be at least 
1.5 acres, preferably two acres or more, because of our shops and restaurants that we have to bring in. Um, so that limits what, you know, that limits the inventory that we can tap into every year. But we do have, throughout the years, our, um, our members and former benefit chairs have compiled a very extensive binder of homes that have been identified in the area as meeting those criteria. Aside from the physical criteria, what about the ownership and the criteria with the with the clients? Are, are what are the what are the prerequisites? What what must be present? Uh, what must be present? Well, they they must have at least four hundred amps of electricity because of all that is going on. Um, there aren't that many other criteria, but that's that's one of the things that we require. Tell me about the organization. Um, our organization, well, the Pasadena Showcase House of Design is the annual benefit that raises money for um, the mission of Pasadena Showcase House for the Arts. And we, we fund music education and the arts throughout the San Gabriel Valley in Los Angeles. Um, we have three of our very own programs. There's Music Mobile, where we take instrumental music, or I'm sorry, in, musical instruments. Um, we partner with Pasadena Conservatory of Music, and we go to local third grade classrooms and teach them all about orchestra and the symphonic music and, and the um, families of instruments. So they learn that in third grade. And by fourth grade, we invite 4,000 students to the Walt Disney Concert Hall, where there's a special educational program that's put on to educate them on how to enjoy classical and symphonic music. And for a higher age group, we uh, for musicians age 16 to 24, we have the instrumental competition. And we give out scholarships um, of up to $30,000 per year. That's remarkable. And it's something that's disappearing from major course curriculums in schools. Yes. So music education is frequently the first thing that's cut when there's a budget cut. Yeah. And how long has, has the showcase project been going on? Well, this is our 54th year as the Pasadena Showcase House of Design. And that's amazing. We are the longest-running showcase house in, in the U.S. Is there any kind of um, alumni? Do the, do the homeowners, as part of the, the showcase homes, do, do, is there any kind of alumni? Do they, keep, do they talk? Uh, I, I don't think that they do necessarily, but some of our homeowners have become patrons of our organization. Oh, interesting. Yes, so they support our mission as well. That's great. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite? A favorite. A favorite house. Well, this one, obviously. Is it? Is this like the Olympics? Like every year, it's like, this is the best <laughs> this is one the best ever. Best one. <laughs> yeah. Well, but they're all different. Yes, they are. They're all different, yeah. and I, I remember um, uh, two years ago when we were out uh, the project. Then I just remember the views in that particular home mm -hmm. were stunning and remarkable. And you know, a, couple, a few years before that, every house that you guys do, every project home, they're all different. They are. And, and they all have something special about them. So each year you'll remember something in particular. And working with the designers. So w tell me about that process. They're talented. We have some really talented people and it's really nice to you know get their viewpoints. I mean, I wouldn't think of a lot of these things that they do. 
but it's it's very refreshing and I feel like I'm I've learned a lot. Tell me about the process because I, so I know the process. It's really interesting. Tell me about the process, the screening process, the selection process, the room choice process for designers to get involved in a in a project. So we have what's called a designer walkthrough in the fall and we invite area designers and past designers to come and walk through the house. Um, and on that day, they will give us up to three choices of rooms that they would like to participate in. And they draw up a little proposal or a little plan and we evaluate it, we look at it and we say, okay, well, we like this plan for the living room, we like this plan for the family room, that sort of thing. And then, um, and then we go back to them, we say, finesse it a little, refine it a bit, and then they'll have a formal presentation a little bit later on. Um, and from that, we, we work with that final presentation. And there's always still tweaks going on. I mean, there are probably still tweaks going on now, just because as things develop, you just never know until, you know, you open a wall and discover something, and, and that needs to be addressed. And it's a design house, and that's and, what yes, happens. That's right. That's right. With every renovation, these things happen. Exactly. It's really amazing to have a project like this, a design house with a, with a history that's over half a century. That's remarkable. Yes. And with that comes reputation. Mm-hmm. It come, with that comes you know, a certain level of expectation and of understanding of what the organization does. Your brand, your brand recognition within the, the arts community is, is phenomenal. What would you like to see in the next 50 years? Well, I'd like to see us continue to support music and, and the arts in this community. Um, perhaps Showcase may evolve as everything needs to do over time. Um, we can't be, in 15 years, we can't be what we were 50 years ago. So all that, you know, has to take place. Um, everybody's, everybody, uh, has access to, to design through so many different channels. We need to tap into those different channels. And, and how do you as an organization, how do you do that? We don't know. We're exploring that. We're exploring that. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's got to be a fun time. It is. Because with a, with a brand that's as recognizable mm-hmm. as yours and, the, and this level of quality that comes out every single year, it's, you know, but at the same time, technology is changing so quickly. That's right. So today we had our blogger breakfast. Social media is a huge part of everything these days. So that's a fairly new thing for us to tap into. We're in, you know, um, most of us didn't grow up with social media. So we're all learning still. Well, the, the project, The Home This Year, is simply magnificent. Well done. Thank you so much. That was Pasadena Showcase House for the Arts Benefit Chair, Vicki Sung. This is Sherry Tippich with the Treehouse. We are in front of the Treehouse. I, I love this. I, love, I didn't know that this was a room. I didn't know this was a spot. How'd you, how'd you wind up with the Treehouse? Well, the Treehouse was original here. It was... Um built many years ago and it was just raw wood that was never un- that was never finished 
And so I took the colors from the house to uh, serve as the background and then created the painted art panels and uh, did them in the studio and installed them on site. So the inspiration at first was a traveling gypsy caravan wagon and it sort of evolved into this wildflower theme as an homage to Tom Petty, you belong among the wildflowers and you can see the top hat hanging there too and it just exploded into this crazy floral fantasy. So the treehouse was here? Yes. And what was the before on the treehouse? Was it, was it relatively... It was completely plain? unfinished wood. Okay. Uh, very rough and rustic looking, almost like an outhouse. <laughs> and the door was just a solid piece, a galvanized uh, sheeting over it. So I created the rust finish on it and made a Dutch door to make it look a little bit more inviting. And then took the uh, corrugated tin roof that was also just plain and did the same uh, copper treatment, a patina copper treatment on it to give it this whole, you know, bohemian, rustic, gypsy feeling. No, I and love that. Yeah, it's a reflection of my personality as well. I mean, this is how I like to live. I love to be surrounded by flowers and pretty things, and, and it was just my little dream come true also. I bet, those pa and the panels are great. The panels are wonderful. Yeah, those are done in oils, and then they are antiqued with a glaze to give them a more antique earthy look and they're done on rough top plywood, so I get all the character in the grooves and all the knots and everything too. And then what did you do on the inside? The inside is just uh, the way it was because the area isn't really safe for the public to tour. Oh, got it, okay. So the big branches of the tree kind of come to a V inside, so there's not a whole lot of room in there, but the main issue here was accessibility to the public. So the inside just has my stuff in it right now. So, and those are done in oils, that's great. How did you, how did you wind up on this project? How did you, I mean, that's a unique spot. Well, as a decorative artist, I'm not a designer per se that wants to do demo and appliances and plumbing and, you know, all this crazy remodel. You know, as an artist, I focus mostly on, uh, right on painting. Mm -hmm. And so I try to find these little spots that serve me in that respect where I'm concentrating on the artwork mainly instead of all this other stuff. And so, um, as this is my third consecutive year in Pasadena Showcase, and um, I've taken elevators and small balconies and turned them into these magical environments that are all painted. That's so cool. So mm -hmm. you just you just kind of find the niche. Yes. You find the uh -huh. find the spot. I, I look at the house. I knew immediately when I saw this treehouse that that's what I wanted, and I knew exactly what I was going to do with it. Oh, that's so great. Thank you. <laughs> that is so fun, and the Tom Petty thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, well my done. favorite singer, my favorite song, and I thought, you know, what a loss, and why not pay a little bit of a tribute? And then also, too, the overlapping, uh, the original concept being the gypsy caravan wagon mm -hmm. was the gypsy theme and the friendship between Stevie Nicks and Tom Petty. So it kind of intermixes the gypsy and the Tom Petty theme and pays tribute to a fabulous friendship. I love that. Now, do you get many opportunities to express yourself like this? That is the wonderful thing about Showcase is that we are free to take design risks that we may not be able to do with a regular client and so it makes us approachable in a way where we're not using their house as an experiment 
and um, we can come here and go nuts and then people can see wow this is really cool this you don't have to have a tree house to do this you can do this in a bedroom or a powder room or anywhere even a laundry room mm -hmm. and um, in 2016 I took a tiny elevator the size of a phone booth and I made it into an aviary complete with gold filigree birdcage and capricious cockatoos and giant florals and drapery in this little tiny space and made it magic where they were just going to keep the doors closed on it. That's great. This is a great spot. Nice thank job. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well done. That was Sherry Tippich uh, at the Treehouse. This is Jeannie Chung. It's so funny. You you can no longer outrun me. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> I know. I know. It's totally true. So it's so funny. Um, I love this woman. Jeannie is one of my favorite designers. And we were supposed to sit down at West Edge last October and chat. And it just, you know what? So How busy? So much was going on. Well, at any trade show, there's always, a, you know, you're running to, to do this, to do that, and to catch up with one another. You, you know, you, you think you're going to catch up, and then you run into somebody, you lose track of time, and it just doesn't happen. Yeah, and it's funny, because we're, we're at the Pasadena uh, Design House, and this showcase is wonderful. Again, you're absolutely slammed. How many rooms did you take on? Well, I initially, well, initially, I wasn't even going to do the showcase house. And then two months in, uh, all my friends were talking about the rooms they were doing. And then FOMO set in and I called them and I said, hey, what do you have available? They said, OK, come over. We've got the teen suite. and We've got the library. Came over, looked at the teen suite, had a lot of work to be done, and I told myself I'd never do a bathroom, but it was such a beautiful room, and you know, I decided to do it, and we turned what was an office into a bathroom. Uh, and then uh, March 1st rolled around, and the designer who was doing the kitchen and butler's pantry, uh, I don't know what happened, but he decided to back out. And so I was asked to step in. And I don't know what I was thinking, but of course I said, sure, I can do it. I can do everything, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. So here we are. So not only the teen suite with a bathroom, but the kitchen. The kitchen and the butler's pantry. Holy smokes. So they handed me two pieces of paper uh, the two pieces of paper had uh, a list of appliances and plumbing, and they said, go. So. <laughs> and you're going. Okay. And we went. <laughs> and you're going. Uh, so, first of all, every Pasadena showcase is different. Tell, mm -hmm. tell me what you think of this property. Uh, it's stunning. The property is stunning. Great architecture. It's a sp Spanish Mediterranean. It has changed quite a bit since we first laid eyes on it back in, it was November. Uh, but, you know, we're adding some modern touches to it. There are a lot of different rooms. Um, it was challenging working with uh, the bathrooms and the bedrooms and and um, you know t you know taking out wood floors um, but uh, 
here we are and we're, you know, we're forging ahead. Uh, but back to the architecture. Um, there are so many beautiful spots here. There are a lot of pockets to hang out. Uh, you, we're here in the outdoor kitchen. Across on the other side of the pool, there's a um, column portico. Just there are so many little areas and it's perfect for entertaining. It's really cool. And, and I was saying, you know, we, someone needs to christen the pool, but you told me that that's already been done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sunday night. You know, I've been, I've been actually living here, basically. I'm here first thing in the morning, last one out at night, just because we're, you know, we, we're tackling so many things. So um, Sunday night, uh, we were trying to get finishing touches together for, uh, for media day, which started Monday morning at 9 o'clock. So it was about 6.30, and um, people started running up the driveway, get in the house, shut the door. And uh, I had no idea what was going on, and so we did that. What's going on? There's a bear. A what? <laughs> there was a bear that walked up the driveway, walked through the back of the house, and decided to go for a swim. <laughs> this it, was about a week after the pool was completed. Yeah, well, it was hot. It was, but... <laughs> Yeah, that's so a listen. Bear. That's that's part of living in LA. Yeah, can't make it up. <laughs> um, the the teen suite is really cool. You did a really nice job in there. Thank you, thank you. The kitchen is as of recording today. They're still going. They're going hard and fast. But I have I, some of the things that I saw are amazing. And by the time um, Convo by Design listeners and viewers watch and listen, everything will be done. Uh, and if you go to our YouTube channel, you can see the images and uh, you can see Jeannie and you can see the images of the, of the kitchen and the teen suite. And so interesting, the gold tone sort of traveled throughout the house. And then I tell me about that hood. <laughs> yeah, that hood is it's a beast, but it's a sexy little beast. It is. <laughs> it is, uh, you know, so we use two finishes. We use the brush brass and the polished brass. Uh, as you can tell, there's a lot of brass going through the home. But um, we decided to do an unlacquered brass just because, you know, it's going to patina over time. And given the age of the home, we thought it would be only appropriate to watch that living finish weather over time. And then, you know, when it gets to the desired patina, it can be waxed and kind of retard the oxidation. But that was the whole goal, is just for it to um, have that patina. Well, and, and I imagine because we're, we're not at the beach, so you're not going to get a lot of moisture in the air. It's going to take a little bit longer than it might ordinarily. But no, it, <laughs> I wish it no? would take a lot longer, but no, it's, it, it happens pretty quickly. And, uh, it, and it's interesting, you talk about a sexy hood. I've never seen... A hood that looks like that before. I've never seen one. Well, you know what? We had um, we had some great uh, manufacturers to work with. So we partnered with Ferguson and Modern Air. And uh, well, if you have customization at your fingertips, my you know I think you should use it. So I sketched up a hood. I um, I I drew it to scale. Uh, gave uh, gave Modern Air dimensions and went over to their office in North Hollywood and picked out the exact finishes because there are many tones of gold. There is a you know p 
polished brass, uh, brush, brush brass. This was actually a naval brass. So, um, and then uh, it's both brushed and polished. And it's and it's consistently brass. So it's not bronze, which I've seen elsewhere. So it's you know brass has that more of a, more of a yellowy yes. tint to it than a bronze does, yes. which is more of a brown tone. And then I saw something else that uh, made me smile because it always does is those Buster and Punch pulls. Oh yeah, the diamond cut knurled, yeah. The, they're pretty sexy, especially with the cabinetry where we did pick up, pick up a little bit of uh, the traditional door style, but we, we streamlined it with a, uh, a skinnier frame and a little beveled edge. Uh, that together with a, uh, with a hardy, it, you know, those, those uh, pulls are pretty meaty. They're not skimpy at all. No, they're industrial. They're industrial. Yeah. But it's all about contrast, and those little details that you pick out really make a difference. Yeah, they do. Um, and then the the tile, Walker Zanger? No. No. It's, it's liaison, uh, Kelly Wurstler's liaison by Ann Sachs. Love it. So, and that is, you know... Yeah, that's that's a showstopper. That whole moment there is a showstopper. Well, and what's interesting is you've got the the black and white juxtaposed, uh, you know, the tile juxtaposed against the the gold finish uh -huh. of the brass hood, and it's just it's stunning. Actually, that tile is a verde marble, so it has a little green tint in it. And you know, I know people like to go very monotone in kitchens, but I felt you know, passing in a showcase. When can you throw color into it? And because it's such a traditional home, I wanted to choose something that um, would speak to that. And a Verde marble uh, was perfect. Uh, that's probably the most subdued green that we have in the room. On the other end of the, uh, of the kitchen, we have a curved channel tufted banquette. And that's being done in a really rich emerald green. So it's stunning, and that kitchen has everything. You've got you've got refrigeration and freezer. You've got uh, the coffee maker in you know the mm -hmm. built-in coffee machine. I mean, you've got everything. Everything. It, I mean, it, it it was designed for entertaining for a busy family yeah. that likes to entertain. Yeah. Uh, two dishwashers, an under-counter uh, beverage fridge. And then in the adjacent room, we've got the uh, the butler's pantry, and there we've got an ice make uh, an ice maker, and a wine wine storage. So there are four. I think there are th in this in the property there are three full size wine fridges, wine storage. Are you counting units. the guest house? Uh, counting the guest yeah, house. There yeah. are two in there, yeah. one in the butlers, and then they've got a full wine cellar in, in, in the basement. This so place, This place is crazy. They're, and they're going to entertain. I mean, look where we are right now. Yeah. I mean, and this, this area right here is built for a margarita machine. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. Um, you know, design houses are great, mm -hmm. and uh, it, they're fun. How many... It's a time suck, though. It really is. And, and from, a, from a business standpoint, how many projects do you think you run on a yearly basis? 
how many do I run on a year? Uh, well, you know, I'm fairly new in the business. I've been in the business about five years. Yeah. So we really started ramping things up probably about two years ago because I was setting things up uh, beforehand and then I opened up a retail um, into the trade showroom in Old Pasadena. So I'd say we run about um, 10 to 12 projects a year. And then, you know, we're ju constantly juggling. Some are bigger than, than others, so it all depends. But I think after this, because until now, really, I've d been doing mainly home furnishings. That's what our, our showroom is, it's home furnishings. But can I do everything? Absolutely. And when you bring that fashion that you see in the living spaces into the kitchen, that's what makes it really cool and special. Yeah, and, and what's interesting too is with you, can you do it all? Yeah, you can't. Your, your work as a brand ambassador. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you, where does that come from? Where do you fit that into, you know, scale it? So retail showroom, designer, brand ambassador, you got a <laughs> lot going on. Yeah, I know. And, and, and how, how do you prioritize, how do you manage all the different hats you're wearing. It's a constant juggling act, but I am, I mean, look at, we took on this kitchen with uh, like barely six weeks. So- A month and a half. A month and a half to put together, not just a random kitchen. I mean, this is a full, you know, with designer appointments, pro appliances. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But you know, the way I do it is, um, what makes it easier is I, I uh, sketch everything out in color to scale. And when you're able to do that, uh, your client or whoever you're working with, you know, show house, uh, they can see exactly what they're gonna be getting ahead of time. So it's no surprise. I think when clients jump into a project with a designer who isn't able to do that, there's resistance because they want to know where they're spending their money. They, they want to know, you know, some people, yes, they do want a big reveal, but others, if they're spending a pretty penny, they want to know, you know, what it's going to look like and if they're going to love it. So, yeah. And this design house has demanding ownership. Yes, yes. And how did, how did that go? Actually, very well for me because uh, we have a very similar aesthetic. I mix, you know, growing up here in Pasadena, I've always mixed uh new and old mm -hmm. that's just how i do things always from from day one uh so i mix uh you know modern amenities contemporary and modern lines with flea market finds vintage you know vintage things that i pick up at market so it's just a balance between everything color texture new old uh period styles so and and by the way you know just because ownership is demanding doesn't mean it's a bad thing no not there's at all. nothing wrong with demanding um and especially when you see this property yeah and you see the home and you see how everything fits together you kind of get it no absolutely yeah. yeah because there uh you know there there's some beautiful things going on and uh i'm sure that she wants to keep it that way and to have something in temporary temporarily and uh, well, actually, no, the, the, the permanent fi fixtures and finishes are there permanently. So, you know, she did have a say to that, but luckily we see eye to eye on most things. So that, that was a piece of cake for me. I well, know, and not, not for everybody, but for me it was a piece of cake. And it's fun because knowing you, I'm dying to know what you got next. What's coming up? <laughs> what are you working on? 
Oh, I have a lot of things. I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. And I can't wait. I, I cannot wait to catch up on the next big project. Yeah. So the next time you see me, I'll have, I don't know how many balls in the air. I love it. <laughs> and we'll be chasing each other around then too. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Jeannie. All right. Cool. That's a wrap on this week's episode. Thank you, Pasadena Showcase House for the Arts. See you next year. If you happen to be in Los Angeles the first week of June, please come out and see us at the Los Angeles Design Festival. It takes place June 7th through the 10th at Row, downtown LA. Convo by Design will be hosting the Audio Design Lab, recording interviews with all types in the design space, as well as experimenting with some recording techniques and products. This is, uh, this is a chance for us to field test some of the design innovations we've been working on and developing. So if you have a chance to come out, please make sure to stop by and say hello. Talk to you next week. Convo by Design is proud to be working with Vendome Furniture. Their design culture is the key to their success. It's what pushes them to consistently create new collections that give spaces a new dimension. They create dialogue between environment and form. Vendome pieces can transform the simplest space into one filled with glamour that is both unique and extraordinary. And isn't that what design is all about? Creating atmospheres where you can take hold of life and enjoy it to the fullest? Vendome products are simple and elegant, contemporary and exceptionally comfortable. Their crafted, modern, durable, molded resin, glass, and metal designs are unique. They beg to be enjoyed. Have you seen them featured in our videos? Check out our YouTube channel and see this for yourself. You can also find them in their showrooms at the D&D Building in New York, Wynwood in Miami, and the Pacific Design Center here in Los Angeles, or online at vondom.com. <laughs>